it's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, the Next Level Network. Today, we got stuff going on, friends. We got some new stuff to talk about. We have some sports things at the end of the show. We have a song. We may have an interview. Don't know yet. Scheduling is hard. You know this. And uh, we have a question about entertainment awards. Uh, which ones would you win is what I asked you, all of you. And some of you gave some answers. So we will talk about that. Anything else that I missed before we just jump in here? Um, no, I think we're good. Oh, we may hear from the captain, of course, at the end of the show. To talk about the fly guys. All right. So before I get to the newsy stuff that uh, that bothered me this week or last week, I guess I have to thank all of you or most of you, whoever listened to my uh, listen to my EP. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I didn't uh, didn't really want to talk about it that much because I just spent so much time on it. By the time it was out, it was just hey, I finally did it. Now I don't have to talk about it. And apparently, some people want to hear more about it. Um, well, you can read all about it at meltingpat.com. I thought about doing like a a SoundCloud exclusive bonus, something or other like, hey, here's a story behind this track. And I still might. Um, if that's something you're interested in, let me know. And I, I will do that, maybe. Um, yeah, it's just it's been great to hear from people about it. And people I didn't think would listen or enjoy it um, have said some nice things about me. And you know I don't take praise well, but I sincerely appreciate all of the uh, the kind words for finally getting this done. And of course, again, thank you to Danny Schmitz for producing all the credit, I would say. For that sounding any good goes to him. So thank you, good sir. We got to have you back on the show. Not related to this, but uh, just in general. And uh, yeah, everybody for listening, thank you very much. Uh, the Attic Sessions is out. It's on the website. I put the player on there somewhere. I think I figured it out. Um, so yeah, thanks. Uh, what about volume two, Pat? Well, we'll see. Uh, that's all I'm going to say on that for now. All right, so there you go. But yeah, thank you very much. I wanted to get that positive, uh, start with a positive vibe before I get mad about the news, which we're going to do right now, damn it. So, <laughs> so, so the other day, wait about a week ago now, I don't know, Hasbro came out and said, hey, we're going to change the brand of Mr. Potato Head to just Potato Head. And uh, yeah, that's all. And people lost their minds. And, you know, like, hey, how can you, destroy my childhood or something like that. And, oh, why are we gendering or non-gendering kids' toys and all this stuff? And first of all, here's what I'll say. If you're honestly upset that they dropped the Mr. 
from the Potato Head brand. Um, reevaluate your life. Seriously, you need to do that. And you are also mad over nothing because if you had taken 10 seconds to uh, realize what was happening, you might have saved yourself some uh, some angry all caps tweets or Facebook posts or whatever. The uh, Hasbro came, maybe Hasbro came out after people freaked out because they, I don't know, misspoke or something. But Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head will still exist. It's just the brand, like the toy, will not be Mr. Potato Head. It will just be Potato Head. And under that umbrella will be Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head. All right, you got that? So uh, they're not, you know, taking away his gender or whatever the hell people were mad about, um, which is just really weird for a, a plastic potato with no junk and who stores his shoes and his eyes and his ass. I just don't understand what the big deal was. But I don't know. Maybe I don't watch enough cable news. So I don't watch any of it. So that's probably a good thing. Well, it's good for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing the uh, <laughs> I'm missing the angle here, but it just didn't make sense to me. People lost their minds over nothing because Mr. Potato Head will still exist. It's just the brand will be instead of Mr. Potato Head will be Potato Head. And honestly, that makes a little more sense. If you're selling Mr. and Mrs., you might as well put them under the same roof, essentially. Um, and I also think if they had done this maybe 10 years ago and not said anything, nobody would have noticed. Like if they had just one day dropped, like unle un unleashed, unveiled new boxes that just said Potato Head and not Mr. Potato Head and not said anything, people, somebody would have been like, oh, all right, just Potato Head. All right, cool. And maybe some people would have freaked out on a smaller scale, but I don't think you would have had near the backlash, if you can even call it that, that you're getting, that you got. It just, it's so dumb. Oh, and Dr. Real quick, Dr. Seuss, uh, no one is canceling Dr. Seuss. What happened is the publishers, i.e. the people who released the books, well, Dr. Seuss is dead, so not him directly, but the people who sell the books and print the books and all that decided, hey, we're not going to print these six anymore because they're kind of racist and outdated and gross. So we're going to pull them off the shelves. So there you go. And so people freaked out and said, they're trying to cancel Dr. Seuss. Bah! Well, again, he's dead. So you can't do that. And uh, number B, the publisher literally said, we're not going to do it. No one forced them to do this. It was their idea and their decision. So I don't know. I guess if you're mad about stuff, about cancel culture, you're probably just an idiot. I think that's it. Like, you're probably just too stupid to realize what's actually happening. And that may sound harsh. It, and it is. I mean it to be because you're being a idiot. All right. So there you go. That's all I got for that. And this next story I saw that really rubbed me the wrong way. I, I don't know why. I just don't know why this had to happen. So I saw this on Twitter. It was a story from People Magazine. Three sons were expelled from a Catholic school because their mom is on OnlyFans. And if you don't know, OnlyFans is a subscription site where you pay and you get to see, yeah, pay, that was a weird way to say that, where you pay money to someone. So, so in this case, you pay money to this woman and she, you get to see her collection of risque photos. Maybe they're nude, maybe they're not. I don't know. I don't subscribe to her page. Yeah, damn it, I should have, right? Should I have done that for research for this, for this bit? Maybe? I don't know. Anyway, um, so the way they found out, the way the school found out, is apparently a parent stumbled onto her page, and I, I don't believe that for a second. And of course, he told his wife. So what I think really happened here was that she caught him peeking because he wasn't doing it incognito, or uh, he just wasn't smart about it. And he then was like, oh, huh, 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 huh. and then maybe 
he ratted the mom out and said, oh, that's uh, this person's mom from school. Or she saw one of the pictures and said, hey, that's what's her name. I don't know what her name is. Uh, and that's my fault. But yeah. And then a group of moms, I'm guessing spearheaded by this wife who uh, caught her husband. And I don't, again, I don't know if she's actually caught her husband doing this, but I'm going to say that's how this played out. Uh, so a group of moms printed out all the pictures and sent them to the school, the church, and the bishop. So they just went all the way up the chain in the church hierarchy to say, hey, this lady's doing something gross. We don't like it. So they sent like a dossier, like she's Carmen San Diego. And I, I don't understand, like, why would you do this? Why? Why? What does this have to do with you? Answer, nothing. Nothing at all. And the best part is, well, not the best part, but like a funny part of this is in order to, like, it's how these subscription sites work. In order to see everything that's on there, like all of the pictures and whatever else is there, you have to be a member. Like you have to subscribe to that specific person's page. So meaning you have to pay them to see all of the stuff they put up. And so someone, I'm guessing the dad, was a paid member. And then once his wife caught him, she said, oh, nope, we're taking all of that. So they printed out all her pictures, apparently, and sent them to all of the bosses. And then the school freaked out because people are weird. And then she was removed as a class mom. Her kid is in second grade, I think. And uh, they removed her as a class mom over parent concerns. And it's just like, I don't, I mean, okay, that part of it, I guess, you know, if parents start freaking out, you gotta, you know, you gotta do something. Take the mom out of the things. If you don't want the mom involved in programs because parents are weird. All right, that part of it makes a little bit of sense. But why did the kids have to get kicked out of school? That's the part that I'm stuck on. So the mom makes a lot of money. Apparently, she makes $150,000 a week for all these photos. And she did it because she was, uh, I think her, her and her husband were going through a rough patch. And they decided, hey, let's do this. I want to feel sexy again or something like that. And um, which I think is actually a pretty cool reason to do that now that I think about it. But anyway, so the mom makes a lot of money sharing some risque photos of herself. And somehow that means her kids can't go to Catholic school anymore. I just don't understand why you have to come down on the kids and, and take something away from the kids because you don't like what the mom's doing. She's not doing anything illegal. You know, yes, maybe uh, it's immoral or whatever, but it's not against the law. And from what I understand, the school is now going to add a part to their handbook saying, oh, if you're involved in a website that doesn't go with our views or code or whatever, then, you know, you can't do that. So up until this point, it was not against the school rules either. So because a bunch of moms, here's what I think happened. It's either, maybe it's both of these things. Somebody caught her husband peeping at this, uh, this class mom and said, nope, we're putting a stop to this. Or they found out about it and, said, and got jealous that they don't make all that money by, you know, doing whatever it is that they do on OnlyFans. And they decided, no, we have somebody has to be punished for this. And I don't understand what the what the deal was. Um, that I just I don't know what the connection is between mom doing risque, you know, sharing risque photos and kids getting kicked out of school. I just don't see what one has to do with the other. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to subscribe to it to see it. You don't have to look at it at all ever again. But to kick the kids out of school over something the mom did that again is not against the law just doesn't make sense to me. 
I don't know, maybe I'm too far removed from that crowd because I do know some people who would have definitely been leading the charge. If Say if this happened in my school community, I do know some people who would have led the charge to get a mom, uh, to get, you know, whatever, kids kicked out of school or something because of the mom sharing uh, lingerie photos or whatever. I, I definitely, I, they exist. They for sure do, and I know them, but uh, it just, I don't see the leap from, ew, mom is gross, to, hey, kick her kids out of school. Three of them. I just don't understand how that makes sense, and I don't know, I, I just don't know, all right? So if somebody knows, um, you know what, maybe that's inviting too much Not You know what, forget it. If somebody knows what's going on here, somebody can explain to me, connect the uh, the two things together for me, uh, that'd be great, all right? Ever write the Meltic Pat, we'll see what's going on. All right, so I had a question for you this week as my neighbor revs his truck or motorcycle or something. Who knows if that's coming through? I don't know. That's probably fine. All right, if it's not fine, I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm hope I'll, hope I can take it out. So uh, I had a question for this week that's been on my list for a little while, and I actually asked this on my buddy's podcast. VA knows a lot of people, and he had a thing a couple months ago. Hey, do you have any questions to ask? And I asked him this question because I thought it'd be really fun, and he gave a really fun answer. Can we play that, by the way? All right, if I can find it and if I'm allowed to play it, I'll put it right here. Well, Pat, uh, since acting is really my first love, I think I'd probably like to win an Oscar and probably for comedic performance, since that's also what I do at this point. But uh, <laughs> anyone who really knows me knows that I am obsessed with professional wrestling. And uh, an unbeknownst award to most is a yearly award show that they have called the Slammies, which is a play on the Grammys and fighting. Uh, and I think I'd really like to win one of those somehow. They, uh, they used to do a celebrity guest host on Monday Night Raw every week. They don't anymore. They haven't in years. But if they somehow bring that back, I think I would like most to win a Slammy for best guest host of the year. That'd be fun. And if not, well, either way, go listen to VA Knows a Lot of People. You can find it where you get your podcasts. All right, so there you go. So the question, if you could win an entertainment award, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, a Tony, a Slammy, etc., which one would you pick and in which category, i.e. an Oscar for Best Picture? All right, so that's the question. Uh, MAG says a Best Director or Best Film would be pretty boss, no? Sadly, I think I'd only qualify for the Golden Raspberry Awards. Oh, the Razzies. Hey, that's something. That's a win, right? Not for the best reason, but that's all good. Big Vic says probably a Grammy for Album of the Year. Seems like it would be an award that has more to do with my creative work than the others. Actors don't tend to write their own lines, etc. That makes sense. I like it. That's actually, that's also mine. Um, yeah, well, I'll get to mine in 10 seconds or so. Uh, Shawnee Oneball says, I would like Rear of the Year, please, as voted by the readers of OK Magazine. There you go. <laughs> Lockjaw says, some dude I know got an Emmy for doing camera at some Olympics. That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. To not only get to go and work the Olympics, but to win an award for your work, that's awesome. Oh, man. And finally, Kenny Rotter says, a Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award. Trying to get that blimp, Kenny. I like it. By the way, I believe the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards are tonight, hosted by Keenan Thompson. So there you go. Very timely. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, everybody, for weighing in on that one, not as many as the, uh, you know, drink button 
summoning one, but that's okay. Less reading, less editing, uh, less me all the way around. Oh, uh, for mine, I think I'm a musician, as you know. And so, yeah, album of the year Grammy. Like, I, that'd be great. If somebody said, hey, man, at the Attic Sessions just won a Grammy, that'd be great. Yeah, because that's uh, that is like everything that went into the album. Well, I guess because it's in terms of production, too. So if the Attic Sessions won a Grammy for album of the year, it would not only be me getting the award, it would also be my producer, Danny Schmitz. So that that's a double. So Danny, there you go. We could win a Grammy for the Attic Sessions. And if we don't, well, I'll just have to try again. So there you go. So, so there it is. What would we win? There you go. Rear of the year. Thank you. Jesus. Oh, boy. Fun stuff. Speaking of music, pals. Yeah, let's just roll right along. I got stuff to do. Uh, not really. I don't. Um, <laughs> a good friend of the show, Hope Vista. You have heard her. You've heard me shout her out. Well, first of all, you heard me play her band, Vista, quite a few times. I've done a couple of print interview print interviews. There we go. With them in the past as well. I will share links to those in the show notes. Um, and also, if you've listened to any of the interviews I've done with 258 PR clients, um, Greg Hill, No Shade, Velvet Skyline. Was there a fourth one? I forget. Um, yeah, she is the owner of 258 PR. So, you know, helping me, uh, helping everybody get stuff done or something. I don't know. I'm a big fan of Hope. That's what I mean to say. And we may have a chat. She may be on. She might be on the show today. Um, we're trying to work out scheduling. But again, as you know, that's really hard. Like, that's why I do this by myself, because scheduling is a pain in the ass. So if we have that, if we were able to uh, to connect and have a conversation with Hope about her new project, here is that. That's an awkward beginning, but that's okay. If she's not here, then that's okay, too. Well, first of all, if she was, we say thank you to Hope. And, uh, and that was great. But if she, of course it was great. If she was not here, and again, that's okay too. Uh, we're going to play her song. <laughs> Pat, this is messy. I know. I know. You know what's really messy? I'm gonna, probably going to mispronounce these words. So the name of her new uh, endeavor, her new moniker, is that the right word to use? Maybe? I don't know. Is Revive, and the song is called Sahara. Sahara or Sahara? Damn. I should have asked about the second one. Anyway. Revive brand new music from a good friend of the show here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Been walking for a hundred years. I'm starting to get tired. Oh, destination never nears. My body is on fire. Continue to walk higher. Oh, 
And there you have it. Revive Sahara, Sahara. I don't know. I can't read. <laughs> oh boy. The Melting Path, the next level network. Thank you, Hope, by the way, for spelling Revive phonetically. I feel like that was for me or for everyone who has asked her over the last two weeks or so. How do you pronounce it? Um, so there you go. Yes. Oh, the reason I'm not doing uh, an acapella riff of the song, by the way, is because as I'm recording it, the song's not out yet. So I've not heard it. So this is just going to be weird all around for me. I don't know. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> Links to all this stuff, where to get the song, where to follow along, where to do all the things will be in the show notes. So there you go. Thank you, my friend, for sharing your tunes with us. All right. Um, I think that's all the non-sports stuff. So if you don't like sports, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. You're wonderful. And uh, I'll see you next time. TheNextLevelNetwork.com. All of the shows are up there. You know the drill. I'm ever at the Meltic Pat. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and .com. Also on Twitch. And yeah, there you go. So we did the legal stuff. There, we're good. We're good. Oh, Facebook, The Next Level Network. There you go. Now we got all that covered. And uh, for those who don't like sports, I don't know if you need to know that. There it is. All right. So for the rest of us, we got a few stories. Well, two stories. And then hopefully the captain. And then that will be that for the show. Baseball's back, friends. This sounds like a weird, like I'm putting in this ad read after the fact. I'm not. I'll probably put a coin in there because I coughed back here. Uh, Baseball is back. I'm excited. Not real games yet. It's spring training, but it's something, and that means we are getting closer to real baseball, and that is very exciting. Also, I saw two newsy bits today. Well, one yesterday, one today. Let's uh, Let's do the happy one first. June 2nd has been designated by Major League Baseball as Lou Gehrig Day to celebrate the great Lou Gehrig. So there you go. I don't know what the celebration will entail, but I guess we'll find out in a couple months. And the bummer, for me anyway, one of these is a bummer, the universal designated hitter and expanded playoffs rules are, quote, dead issues for 2021. And, all right, sorry, I had to uh, mess with the volume here a little bit because, well... My neighborhood is noisy, so so there you go. Okay, so one of these rules I'm not a big fan of. I did not like the expanded postseason. It made sense for a 60-game season, you know, truncated, short year, whatever. It's going to be weird. So it made sense then. 
they're trying to do a full year, so I don't think it makes sense for a full season. So, I mean, that part's okay. But I, you know, and it's weird to hear me say this, even for me, but I think they should adopt, I said it a few weeks ago, they should have adopted the universal DH. I do. I think it would have been great. I think having a universal DH would really help bring back the prominence of the starting pitcher, right? It's something that is already kind of going away with all these bullpen guys and all this like, oh, we have to have the guys, you know, starting in the fifth or sixth inning and just fresh arm after fresh arm, which is, I don't know. I don't like the parade of relievers. I think it's dumb. I think it's a, it makes the games tough to watch. Uh, It's just, I don't know. I don't like it, which I'm sure I've talked about before. But I think that a good way to, I guess protect is the right word, the starting pitchers and to kind of bring them back to the guys who are worth a lot of money that they're being paid is to not have them worry about having to hit, right? And I'm not just saying, oh, they're going to get hurt. They don't, uh, they're not good, whatever. But when you have, you know, a big spot in the seventh inning, say your starter is pitching really well, but you're in a spot where you got to score some runs and your pitchers do up, you got to take him out for a pinch hitter because you don't want the pitcher in that spot because he's probably not going to get a hit, right? So, and I know, again, it's weird from me because the, the strategy of it is part of why I like the difference between the National and American Leagues. But if we really think about, like I watched it last year in action, Universal DH, and I'm like, you know what? It's not a bad idea. And... I think they should keep it. It would give guys jobs, you know, those uh, first baseman types who can't really play the field, but they can still hit. So you want to put them out there. It would give those guys a job. And maybe that's, you know, call it half a position or whatever, but I think it could work out and uh, you protect and possibly prolong your starting pitchers because they don't have to worry about hitting. They can focus on one thing, pitching and staying healthy while pitching. That's all. So a bit of a bummer for me that the Universal DH is not a thing or won't be a thing for this year. Um, expanded playoffs, I don't care about that. So there you go. There's your baseball. If there are any fun updates, I'll let you know. I don't know. I'm kind of out of the loop. I've had a lot of stuff going on. So there you go. It's really the EP kind of consumed me for a couple weeks so I could actually get it done. Um, but there you go. There's your baseball. And one NFL note for you before we uh, dance on out of here. The Buffalo Bills proposed a rule change that no interviews for coaching or front office vacancies should be held until after the conference championship games. And under this proposal, the people can't be hired for those positions until after the Super Bowl. And I just have to say, I am all for that 100%. I never understood why teams would allow their coaches to go on interviews for other coaching jobs while their team is in the playoffs. It never made sense to me. Wait till after the season, then talk to the people and go from there. It never made sense. I just didn't get it. Like, why would you let your uh, your coordinator, whoever it is, uh, go to interview to be a head coach, taking his focus away from the game plan while your team is trying to win the Super Bowl to go interview with another team that's not in the playoffs? So I just, I didn't get it, never got it. So I hope this goes through. Owners can vote this offseason. So I hope this uh, gets approved and goes through. Don't interview coaches while they're still playing games. That's my thing. All right. Is that too simplistic? Maybe. But there you go. All right. So that's all the stuff that I had for you. So I will uh, hopefully 
turn it over to the captain to hear all about what is going on with the Fly Guys. Good sir, the floor is yours. Take it away. Hey, hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Oh, yeah. Guys, Flyers. Gotta love them. Got to love them. Let's do a little recap. So the Flyers have been doing extremely well since they got out of that Lake Tahoe debacle. The Flyers had a lot of their players out due to COVID protocols, got the heavy hitters back, those strong leaders on the team. So let's look at what they've been doing. So Saturday and Sunday, upstate New York taking on the Buffalo Sabres. Flyers posted back-to-back three-nothing shutouts. Both Brian Elliott and Carter Hart getting it done. Then the Flyers headed over to Pittsburgh, getting ready for that three-game stint out in Pittsburgh. Flyers did not do all that great Tuesday night. Ended up losing 5-2 with Carter Hart in goal, but they turned it up on Thursday. They really were able to dig themselves out of a hole. The Pittsburgh Penguins, I mean, nobody likes the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let's, Let's be real here, but I have to give them a little bit of credit. They scored three goals in a minute and 11 seconds. I mean, within the first four minutes of the first period, the Flyers are down three to nothing. Brian Elliott looking a little shaky, but the whole team looked shaky. But the team rallied, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. Your Flyers ended up taking it home four to three on the back of the captain, G making it happen, scoring the game-winning goal with less than two minutes left. So love to see that type of a type of an effort from the Flyers. So the Flyers are going to finish up that three-game series out in Pittsburgh today, Saturday, getting it done in a matinee effort. Then they're going to come home for a four-game stint. They're going to be taking on the Capitals Sunday, then taking on the Sabres on Tuesday, and then the Capitals again on Thursday. So the Flyers have a lot of games coming up, a lot of games to make up for uh, them being out for all those games. So let's, guys, let's let's keep cheering the Flyers on. They are doing extremely well early on in the season. Let's keep it going. So, guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. And if he's not there, that's okay, too. But thank you, Captain. Or, you know, whatever. You heard it sound. The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. There you go. That's it. We did it. We made it. Is this one of our shortest episodes? It might be. Well, we might have an interview. We might have a conversation to add to this, I guess. Well, me, not you. You'll hear it. You will have heard it if it happened. All right? So there you go. Um, Anything else I got to tell you? I don't think so. I think we are good. We did the legal stuff. We did all that. And that's all. So thank you very much, my friends, for listening. This is fun. It's always fun. Stream my AP or don't. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, <laughs> but I thank you so much. Anyway, this has been an 8 Boiling production. So until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Be mindful of what you share on social media. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. That is all. Again, thank you so much. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, I get a cold beverage. I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Of a fight from the top to a BK. Got a bar caught a drink, but cross got the bait on the front board. I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, no 
give me no work. Glass of ice and a dash of a mess, martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold and bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. He's suddenly from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Cause I'm feeling kind of boy. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. And the go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. Didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. nice. Back to the ball. So every deck of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them food trays to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the cool aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. 